We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. I'd like to continue my thoughts on the Stations of the Cross. Last week, we discussed Stations 3, 7, and 9, Jesus falling the first, second, and third time, which encourages us to continue uh, to strive for greater uh, glory, greater honor that God has prepared for us in his kingdom. Today, I'd like to look at Stations 5, 6, and 8. Station 5, Simon helps Jesus carry his cross. Station 6, Veronica wipes the face of Jesus. And Station 8, Jesus meets the women of Jerusalem. We don't always think of Jesus as one who was in need. But when he was, God provided people to come to his assistance. Think of the many people who invited him to their home for meals to satisfy his physical hunger. The women who follow him and support him and his disciples in their ministry. Even in this week's gospel, the transfiguration, Peter, James, and John witness the great transfiguration. They want to help Moses, Elijah, and Jesus by erecting three tents for them. We all need someone when we are in dire straits. We want someone to listen to us, someone to care, someone to reach out for us. We want someone to pray for us. We even call out to God, be with me, Lord, when I am in trouble. Be with me, Lord, I pray. And God provides. Usually, this help comes in the form of our family or our friends, people who really know us, cherish us, people who love us, people who can tell that we're struggling, that something's just off today. And that's why Station 5, 6, and 8 stand out for me. Simon helps Jesus to carry his cross. Simon was just out in fields working, exhausted, and he was called upon to come do some more work. How often we're in the midst of our own tiredness and a child becomes sick, a, a parent becomes uh, in need, a friend calls out for us in, in their own trouble. Station six, when Veronica wipes the face of Jesus, how often we are called to just reach out to another, seeing that they're suffering and offer them even the smallest token of help. And those women of Jerusalem whom Jesus says, you know, you're following me and, and you're weeping for me, but there are others in greater need, you yourselves. Take care of yourselves, pray for your children. Doesn't it remind you, it reminds me of the corporal works of mercy that we're all called to do. Remember these corporal works of mercy? Feed the hungry. Give water to the thirsty. Clothe the naked. Shelter the homeless. Visit the sick. Visit the imprisoned. Bury the dead. These are all charitable actions by which we come to the aid of our neighbor. People we love, people we know. And each one of those corporal works of mercy seek to alleviate human misery. As we alleviate that human misery, we're obliged to perform these works of mercy. And we use it to, to, to our own ability and to help the need of our neighbor. We can only do so much. We can't do it all. But we're there to help. And so when we see those times come in our lives, we can eagerly step forward and we can feed the hungry because we know that everyone needs food. 
It's an act of love to help someone in their greatest time of need, especially when they're hungry. And so we're very generous in bringing food to the poor, donating money that organizations can buy food to help others. Even a simple thing of cooking a meal and taking it to someone's home in their time of need. And yes, even doing the dishes is a corporal work of mercy. We give drink to the thirsty. Someone on a hot day, we offer them a bottle of cold water. We feed a, a bottle feed a baby. We lift a child to drink from the water fountain. We bend and hold a straw so a sick person in bed can quench his or her thirst. We clothe the naked. We, we give others clothing they need for warmth and protection, for modesty and dignity. We clean out our closets for clothing drives and thrift stores. Visiting the sick, visiting the imprisoned, burying the dead. All acts of respect, all acts of love. Even Jesus says in Matthew 25, as often as you did it for one of these, you did it for me. We're, we're really serving the Lord as we perform these corporal works of mercy. So let's make ourselves available. Let's make ourselves ready to follow Christ in helping others, and in doing so, helping him. And so we pray, open our eyes to the needs of our brothers and sisters, inspire in us words and actions to comfort those who labor and are burdened. Make us serve them truly after the example of Christ and at his command. And may your church stand as a living witness to truth and freedom, to peace and justice, that all people may be raised up to a new hope. We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. <laughs>